Oh, I just cannot help myself when I see something online. Please be aware today there will be noises from my dog and seagulls and hurricane force winds because it's winter and that's how it happens. And hey, that's just, you know, that's just real life. That's just how it goes. I don't know. I've said a thousand things better. I'm talking about today, uh... The Trick Stuff official Maxima, which they've uh, launched on Kickstarter recently, maybe a week ago. Um, and yeah, a pair of brakes, £1,000. So we, we've got this kind of dealio on now where people are kind of going absolutely banane because you have the crank, uh, uh, the cranks from Cane Creek EE Wings Titanium, about 1000 quidaroos. Um, and the most <laughs> amazing thing is I'm going through the Going through the comments, ah, and I'm gonna I'll call you on it because you'll like it. Kato six six six, one of our fans. More understandable than a crank set for a grand. Soho bikes, I hear you on that. Um, pin TV, did you have to send them back? Most powerful brake by mile, but so overpriced. It's a good, good word that overpriced. We're coming back to that. Webster Rich, this is exactly what is wrong with the mountain bike industry. Um. Ben Hunt, I could machine them at uni for £50 and they'd be exactly the same. My favourite line under it is trick stuff. Hey, Ben, if you're serious, please get in touch with us. I love this because it's like that's from trick stuff. They're like, if you can do it 50 quid, amazing, because you just solved all our production problems. Add Clem82, ridiculous. Doesn't matter how good it is, not worth that much money. Greedy people taking the piss. Good, good, good. Right, so we, we we can we can go and uh, we can go and have a look at it now. Um, so greedy people taking the piss. It looks like these experts on the internet have discovered the way to make loads and loads of money is one, be in the bike industry. Two, charge loads of money for something. And that's how it'll work. So, like, what I've worked out now is I'm going to make a bike that's £100,000 because, obviously, I'll sell loads of them and then I'll be a millionaire. What's that? If I only have to sell, like, three of them, so that three times 100000 is a million, yeah. Yeah, so then I'll be a millionaire. Like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Or the reason that they're doing a Kickstarter for that amount of money, which is probably under the retail costs it's because it costs them an absolute fortune to make something domestically in Germany versus outsourcing or rebadging a Taiwanese off-the-shelf product. What is the point of making this break when other things exist? Well, one, you're not being held hostage with a gun to your head forcing you to buy these brakes. I bought a pair of Avid Guide brakes this week for £70, which is a very little money. But they're going on a test bike that's going out for um, for customers to test, and the Avid's a pretty good brake, you know. But maybe people want to invest in a handmade product. When I say handmade, I mean it's made on a CNC machine, but you know what I mean. You know, they might want to, you know, invest in this product. Maybe there are people out there that make more money than you and they want to spend and invest it on these things. And there may be technology that comes from this very product that might make our life better down the line. There is nothing wrong with a majority of bikes that come out of 
Taiwan and China at the moment. A lot of them, a lot of the bikes that you ride, your specialised, your Trek, everything, even your Santa Cruz, you know, they're, they're, they're made offshore because of pricing. So you've got used to those pricing. Overpriced is a very, very loaded term when you think about it. It, 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 it kind of says that you're paying this price for literally nothing. So I would say that a lot of things like um, if something is exactly the same as something else, but it's just got a different branding on it, that is overpriced. You know, if you have, I think things that are overpriced is like, you know, like a, a sandwich from co-op costs like three pounds, but you can make the same sandwich at home for a tenth of that. You pay for the convenience, you know, but that is an overpricing issue based on convenience and market. What I don't, I don't think Trick Stuff are going to make a lot of money and the company name is Trick Stuff, so they make Trick Stuff for, but I mean, it's not like essential stuff. It's not like Trick Stuff's kidney or artificial lung or something like that. They are making exceptionally things. So I think what we're looking at is people can't afford them and they are sad that they can't afford them because it means that they're poor. And you think I'm being cruel. I can't spend a £1,000 on brakes. I can't spend a £1,000 on cranks. You know, I may make enough money to do But I think that I'm glad that, that there are people out there that will spend the money. Otherwise, you know, it, like, do you think Ferraris are overpriced? Do you think Bugattis are overpriced? In fact, I think a Bugatti, Veyron loses money, so I don't think that's overpriced. Uh, I think there is an economy here that is at work where people are so used to mass-produced offshore items, they wouldn't know the price of something onshore if it come home and punched them in the head. We had the um, the, the Narpoon, um, is uh, the, the the frame set so you can just get the frame set is eighteen hundred pounds right and essentially I mean it's not cost but it's really close to cost plus tax plus export plus import plus material charges plus you know paying the guys that made it the cardboard box that it goes in the packing stuff that goes in it um, the certification for ISO standard and testing and all those things that cover it you know. We don't. We're not going to. We're not going to be building, you know, gold houses. But it's the same price as like an orange stage six, or it's the same price as a Trek slash aluminium frame, you know. But it's overpriced because we, we should be cheaper because we don't know who you are. And I don't. I think the economy of scale doesn't work like that. It's backwards to that. We make far less profit than larger companies because of economy of scale. They buy lots and lots of stuff, and that's how it works. That's how it all works. I just. I just love seeing. You know. There's the, the the level that we have in the industry of people basically booing over something they won't buy, they don't need, and it seems that they're just actually hurt. <laughs> they're physically wounded. It's overpriced, rubbish. I can't buy that. It's stupid. And it's like it's so it's so playground, it's so immaterial. It's kind of amazing, you know. Loads of things are overpriced, like. The rent on my house is less, um, is, is, is more than double the price of the mortgage the guy is paying on it. That's overpriced, isn't it? Someone, someone makes twice the amount that they have to pay on this a year. That, you know, and that happens all over the country. And and it's it, there's lots of things that are like that. You know, experiences, you know, and... The, it's I've, I'm truly speechless. I'm, I mean, obviously, I expect it. And I actually enjoy reading the comments. They, they really make my day. You know? Looks like a hope break from about 15 years ago. Well, I mean, it's got to have a 
freaking handle on it. You know, you've got to be like that. Unless you've got spaghetti for arms, you know. But anyway, just, I, I love it. And and then, and then there's the same people decrying that there is absolutely no innovation in the industry because these are the people that innovate, you know. These are the people that are actually putting the risk out there and you just shut them down. So what you should be doing is supporting them. Do you know what? If you supported them more and they had more sales, the price would come down. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, only, only a few years ago, people were up in arms that the Santa Cruz uh, frame uh, was a thousand dollars only like five years ago or something so and now anyone you know what whatever but it's, you know, it's interesting during a time of, of upheaval and struggle and you know and and economic crisis i'm glad that there's brands out there that are daring to take the risks that we need to to make interesting stuff in the industry and i'm not saying that you have to rush out and spend a thousand pounds on breaks that may not be for you but you could just you know, you always have a choice online. You can say something nice or you can shut your fucking mouth. And sometimes it would just be better if people just shut their fucking mouth. You know, just because you have an opinion, it doesn't mean you have to use it. You know, your 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 opinion is a lot like your dick. I'm I'm glad that you've got one, you know, and you can be proud and you can play with it in your own time, but please don't put it down my throat without my opinion, you know, without my permission. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't worry about us. We don't. We've got thick skin. We don't care. But I do worry about other brands not pushing the boundaries and pushing the limits because they're playing it safe. Because do you know what's happening? Is every time you're saying this bullshit, bigger companies are watching it and they're acting more carefully. They're making less innovation because they're scared that people won't buy if it's outside of it. Remember that. If there's someone that's killing the industry, it's you. This is on your head. Make sure you make the right choice.